You guys will find that you have passions, and having a passion is a gift. I think we all have passions, and you don't get to uh, choose them, they pick you, but you have to be alert to them. You have to be looking for them. And when you find your passion, it's a fantastic gift for you because it gives you direction, it gives you purpose. Uh, you can have a job, or you can have a career, or you can have a calling, and the best thing is to have a calling. And if you find your passion, you'll have that, and all your work won't feel like work to you. Many, many kids and many grown-ups do figure out uh, over time what their passions are. And sometimes we let our, I don't think it's that hard. I think what happens though sometimes is that we let our intellectual selves overrule those passions. Uh, and so that's what needs to be guarded against. My job, one of my jobs as the leader of Amazon is to encourage people to be bold. And people love to focus on things that aren't yet working. Um, and that's good, it's human nature. That kind of divine discontent can be very helpful. But uh, you really, you know, it's incredibly hard to get people to take bold bets. And you need to encourage that. And if you're gonna take bold bets, they're gonna be experiments. And if they're experiments, you don't know ahead of time whether they're gonna work. Uh, experiments uh, are by their very nature uh, prone to failure, but big successes, a few big successes compensate for dozens and dozens of things that didn't work. So, you know, Bold Bets, AWS, Kindle, Amazon Prime, our third-party seller business, all of those things are examples of Bold Bets that, uh, that, that did work, and they pay for a lot of experiments. I've made billions of dollars of failures at Amazon.com, literally billions of dollars of failures. And, uh, uh, you know, you might remember Pets.com or Cosmo or, you know, you know I can give myself a root canal with no anesthesia very easily. Uh, none of those things are fun, but they, but they also, they don't matter. What really matters is companies that don't continue to experiment, companies that don't embrace failure, they eventually get in a desperate position where they, the only thing they can do is make a kind of Hail Mary bet at the very end of their corporate existence. Whereas companies that are, you know, uh, making bets all along, even, you know, big bets, but not bet the company bets. I don't, I don't believe in bet the company bets. That's when you're desperate. That's, that's the last thing you can do. It's not, you could be out of work and be, have terrible work-life balance. You know, even though you've got all the time in the world, you, right. you could just feel like, oh my God, you know, I'm miserable and you would be draining energy. And so you have to find that harmony. It's a much better word. And I think for most people, it's about meaning. People want to know that they're doing something interesting and useful. And for us, you know, because of the challenges that we have chosen for ourselves, uh, we get to work in the future, and it's super fun to work in the future for the right kind of person. You need to be um, if you, uh, nimble and robust, so you need to be able to take a punch, uh, and you also need to be quick and, 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 and innovative and, and doing new things at a high speed. That's, that's the best defense against the future, and you have to always be leaning into the future. If you're if you're leaning away from the future, the future is gonna win every time. Never, ever, ever lean away from the future. It, we all have adversity in our lives. You, you, I, 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 would, I, would, I doubt if you really, you know, if you know somebody, any friend or anybody that you talk to, um, uh, there's no lack of adversity. And 
the, uh, and by the way, that's good because it's what teaches us how to get back up. You fall down, you get back up. It always happens. And uh, you know, you get certain um, gifts in life and you want to take advantage of those. Um, uh, but you, I guess my advice on adversity and uh, success would be to be proud not of your gifts, but of your hard work and your choices. So, you know, you may be, the kinds of gifts you get in life, you know, you might be really good at math. It might be really easy for you. That's a kind of gift. Um, but practicing that math and taking it to the next step, that could be very challenging and hard um, and take a lot of sweat. That's a choice. You can't really be proud of your gifts because they were given to you. Um, you can be grateful for them and thankful for them. Um, and, but your choices, you choose to work hard. Um, you choose to do hard things. Those are choices that you can be proud of. Being an inventor requires, because the world is so complicated, you have to be a domain expert. I mean, in a way, even if, even if you're not at the beginning, you have to learn, 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 learn enough so that you become a domain expert. But the danger is once you've become a domain expert, you can be trapped by that knowledge. And so inventors have this paradoxical ability to have that you know, 10,000 hours of practice and be a real domain expert and have that beginner's mind. Have that, that look at it freshly even though they know so much about the domain. And that's the key um, to, to inventing. You, you have to have both. And I think that is intentional. I think all of us have that inside of us and we can all do it, but you have to be intentional about it. You have to say, yeah, I am gonna become an expert and I'm gonna keep my beginner's mind. You can't skip steps. You have to put one foot in front of the other. Things take time. Uh, you, there are no shortcuts. And, uh, but, uh, but you wanna do those steps with you know, passion and ferocity. It's easy to have ideas. It's very hard to turn an idea into a successful product. There are a lot of steps in between, and it takes persistence, relentlessness. So I always tell people who are, you know, who think they want to be entrepreneurs, it's you need a combination of stubborn relentlessness and flexibility, and you have to know when to be which. And basically, you need to be stubborn on your vision, because otherwise, it'll be too easy to give up but you need to be very flexible on the details because as you go along pursuing your vision, you'll find that some of your preconceptions were wrong and you're gonna need to be able to change those things. So I think uh, taking an idea successfully all the way to the market and turning it into a real product that people care about and that really improves people's lives is a lot of hard work. Don't try to chase what is kind of the hot passion of the day. I think we actually saw this, I think you see it all over the place in many different contexts, but I think we saw it uh, in the internet world quite a bit, where, you know, at the sort of peak of the uh, sort of internet, uh, you know, mania in, say, 1999, you found people who were, uh, you know, very passionate, something they kind of left that job and decided I'm going to, you know, do something in the internet because it's, you know, it's almost like the you know, the 1849 gold rush in a way. I mean, you find that people, uh, if you go back and study the history of the 1849 gold rush, you find that, you know, uh, at that time, everybody who was, in, was within shouting distance of California 
was, you know, they might have been a doctor, but they quit being a doctor and they started panning for gold. And that, that almost never works. Um, and even if it does work, uh, you know, according to some metric, financial success or whatever it might be, I suspect it leaves you ultimately unsatisfied. So you really need to be very clear with yourself. And I think one of the best ways to do that is this notion of projecting yourself forward to age 80, looking back on your life and trying to make sure you've minimized the number of regrets you have. That works for, that works for career decisions, it works for family decisions. Um, you know, do you want, I, I have a, a 14 month old son and it's very easy for me to, if I think about myself when I'm 80, I know I want to watch that little guy grow up. Um, and so it, it's, I don't want to be 80 and think, shoot, you know, I, I missed that whole thing and I don't have the kind of relationship with my son that I wished I had and so on and so on. So if you think about that, so I, I guess another thing that I would recommend to people is that they always take a long-term point of view. And I think this is something about which there's a lot of uh, controversy. You know, there's a, uh, there's a, you know, some, a lot of people, and I'm just not one of them, believe that you should live for the now. I think what you do is you think about the, 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 the great expanse of time ahead of you and try to make sure that you're planning for that in a way that's going to leave you ultimately satisfied. Um, so this is just my, this is the way it works for me. And I mean, this is, everybody needs to find that for themselves. Um, uh, so I think there are a lot of paths to satisfaction and you need to find one that works, works for you. One day in the village, there was a gathering of lots of people around a wise man. Most of them complained to the wise man about a problem which the wise man had heard again and again many times in the past. The wise man was silent for a moment. Then he told the villagers a joke and then the whole audience roared in laughter. After a couple of minutes, he started t telling them another joke, but it was the same joke again. When he finished, only a few of the villager villagers smiled. Then he told the same joke for the third time, and no one laughed anymore. The wise man smiled and told the villagers, you cannot laugh at the same joke over and over, so why are you always crying about the same problem? Why... Are you always angry about the same problem? If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. As always, big up. Thank you for joining as usual. On this show, we, sh we shift the mindset through 
inspiration, motivation, and most of all, the foundation of it all, self-discipline. I am your host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. Your boy got some stories to tell. You know the motto, the slogan, the one that we live by right now. That is, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game. The quote of the decade, the one we're walking in. This is brought to you by Bob Marley. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. One question, two thought-provoking statements. Question for you. What are you going to do to keep your dream or purpose alive? Again, what are you going to do to keep your dream or purpose alive? Two thought-provoking statements. First one, the power of experimenting, the power of experimenting. And number two, bet the company bets, bet the company bets. Today's episode is entitled Assembly Required, Assembly Required. Let's jump into today's show. Family, I hope you enjoyed the audio as well as the story that I told from. And that was brought to you by Barry, the uh, story. Um, he has a book, amazing book. I always take a couple of his stories and tell them. But this story here, family, that I share with you next is something that really provokes or I should say sets the tone of what today's title is entitled of saying assembly required. See, when I was, when I got cut from the high school basketball team, my sophomore year, no freshman year, I'm sorry, freshman year, and I didn't make the team. And I realized to myself, there were areas that people were better than me at. I realized that I wasn't the quickest. I realized I wasn't the strongest. I realized that at that time, my body had not grown into what it eventually grown into. But I figured that, well, maybe I will be this height. So what could I and do I need to get good at? Well, I need to get good at dribbling the ball, my handles, and also my strength. What am I doing? What can I do in the mornings before going to class to improve or to really take a chance and experiment on to be a better player? So I talked my mother and father into getting me a, we'll call it, it, okay, so this is how it was. It's a combination of a, chest a bench plus there was like a stairmaster on the back plus you could like you could do all of these different things with this tool and I was I was super excited because this was the thing I wanted for Christmas I didn't want anything else um, and it wasn't I wasn't being selfish I was saying I really want to take my mind and my body to the next level and I know that has to be done through being able to be um, work out, you know, working out was, was huge. So 
I got this box and it the picture just looked amazing. I was like, oh, we, I mean, this is just going to be a quick setup. Your boy going to be in there working out. I'm going to be buff around here. And I pulled out the instructions and I looked at, I had instructions in one hand and then I looked at the box. I looked at the instructions. I looked at the box and then I pulled out all of these different pieces and I was like, this is going to take me forever. Why did they not send this to me kind of already pre-assembled where all I got to do is boom, boom, hook in a couple things and we're off to the races. No, assembly is required. Well, I'm just going to look at the picture and just put it together like I do, you know, most things. No, assembly is required. See, family, a lot of times we we go through life and we are chasing a goal or a purpose in life that we believe is our calling. And we we just we get so caught up in and what is going on around us and most of all inside of us that we don't understand it's a, a assembly process that is required in order to be who you're called to be. You have to go through a transition. You have to go through some dark moments to understand your light moments. Ooh, I think I like that. I said, you got to go through some dark moments to understand your light moments and your light moments is this is when the product is, is, has already, I'll say kind of went through the assembly line, but it's still in the process of being built. It's still, things are still being added onto it to make it great. That's why I challenged you family. And I said, what are you going to do to keep your dream or purpose alive? Meaning when are you going to stop, stop giving up on your dream and purpose that, you know, that talent that you have, you know, that gift that you have, that you just keep telling yourself one day, one day, when I first heard the the 80, I call it the 80 year old rule, um, but he talks at uh, Jeff Bezos classifies it as the 80 year old regret. But I say the 80 year old rule and I'm like, wow, I like that. Because when you think about it, family is, as I keep sharing with you, that life is a big experiment. But did you do everything that you wanted to do? Did you set out to do all the things that you said you were going to do? But when life hit you, you decided to take a seat and you stopped deciding to climb because see this is a decision the decision to go after your goals while you're working a full-time position decision to go after your goals while you are a full-time mother mother or father a decision to go after your goals when you don't have the financial means to to actually go after the decision to go after your goals when you know you've had enough is enough what do you do when you have that opportunity to go after your goals and your and your um, purpose. That's why when you look and you when you heard that opening story after the audio clip, when I talked about the wise man villager and I had to go back and revisit that story, because how many of us are guilty of that? Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one that got my hand up right now saying that I'm guilty of it. But you are guilty of it as well. Family, how many times have we complained and been frustrated about a situation in which that when you hear it over and over again and there's no action behind correcting it, what is it? What are we talking about? 
Just like when he used, when he told that same joke over and over again, it didn't have the same, it didn't have the same amusement. It didn't have the same sting. It didn't have the same bite. The reason why is because now the joke, because you've already heard it. How many times have we dealt with things we've already heard and we know, but we still continue to go down that, that, that pathway that gets us so super frustrated now we're not doing anything. We're not we're not going in and building up our business on the side. We're not becoming a better um, person. We're not working on our gifts and skills. We're not be, just because we keep hearing that frustration of what we're experiment experiencing. I get it, family. I'm not t- talking to. I'm not telling you something that I think. I'm telling you something that I know. I know it's challenging, family, when you're 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 being pulled in every such, uh, different direction, and you really want to grow what you believe can really be. I don't want to say an exit out, but just an exit out of just walking into something that you knew was is your purpose you knew like when you when you started doing that thing whatever that thing was you knew right then and there like this is this can work but do i have the patience to make it work do i have the discipline to make it work do i have the do i even am i even willing to stick with it as long as it takes to make it happen a lot of times family that i've realized in life when you um, are going after after something a lot of times you just got to keep showing up by you just showing up every day of when you said the days you're going to do it regardless of the outcome of what the particular thing you're doing you'll be shocked and surprised that eventually you will start getting better you have no choice because your willingness to show up and to do the required actions every day, every single day speaks volume. It's like that when you're losing weight, when you're losing weight, family, you, you know, you'll keep looking because you're excited. You want the results to happen. And, and sometimes it takes longer. And but when it when it when you start really actually seeing the the physical results, you become even more exciting. But even all the way up until that time, you didn't see anything. There was no movement for a week or two, and you're still doing the same thing. It's sort of like with this show, family. We are, I think we're almost three or four episodes away from 200 episodes, and I'm still not satisfied. I'm not satisfied with where we're at right now because there's so much more I want to do with this show. There's so much how uh, more as as far as I want to help people and I want to see people win. I want to see people grow. I want to win, family. If we're going to keep it all the way a buck, I want to win. I want to win at the game of life. The game of life says, or I'll say, borrow a quote from Zig Ziglar, you help, help enough people get what they want, eventually you'll be able to get what you want. And that's why I put out this free content every five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday to to show you family is possible. Don't let somebody tell you that you can't put together if you're if you're a creator, put together a show or you got writer's block or you got all don't don't fall for that. Don't fall for that. Because how you eliminate writer's block, and it's funny because I actually seen a video of someone talking about it. And he mentioned he was saying that he would he did a you know um how I got really really focused laser focus was through uh knowing kagan when he was talking about the law 100 so i went and did some i was like what's this law 100 
oh, okay, well, the thing you said you want to do, do it 100 times. So I said, hey, before you quit, that's the biggest thing. Before you say, you know what, I don't think this is for me. Maybe I should be doing something else. And then I heard someone talk about, you know, how they did 100 videos and how much it took out of them and how much, but he, but, but he said he was, a, he was better at put, putting out videos. And because a lot of times, family, we get caught up in the minutiae. Oh, I like that. The minutia, <laughs> the minutia of things, meaning like to making it perfect to to not not willing to take the experiment and, and test something out and see if it works. And if it doesn't. OK, great. Let's move on to the next thing. You heard Bezos, Jeff Bezos talk about there were so many wins that he had at um, Amazon, but there were a ton of losses that they don't talk about because it's not as big as the wins. And that's why I think family, when we get inspired by people and we look up to them, we don't understand their road. We don't understand that travel. And because we don't understand that travel, we we create an imagery of what it's supposed to be like, not knowing the road, or I should say the destination course that that person was on. And so family, when you're chasing after your your, your purpose, your, your dream, your vision, whatever that thing is, understand, don't compare your roadmap to somebody else because your roadmap is going to be unique. It's going to be identified because it's going to be identifying unique because of the fact of the choices and the decisions you decide to make. If you decide not to, to, to commit, if you said five days a week to the craft that you chose to do, then and you say, I'm gonna put out one once a week. Well, we understand your progress is going to take longer. But if you make a commitment to this thing five days a week or seven days a week and do it day in and day out, things are going to have to shake. Things are going to have to move. So I challenge you, family, today, what are you going to do to keep your dream alive? When are you going to pick up that dream that you said you wanted to do? And you found every reason to talk yourself out of it. What about that purpose that keeps calling you and you keep putting it on hold or or you keep sending it to, to voicemail or you eventually block it? When are you going to unblock that so that that purpose can really live through you and you can inspire somebody else? I hope today's family show touched you in a simple way, in a, in a, in a, in a productive way, because anything in life assembly is required. And when you're putting together what is eventually going to be your legacy, what eventually is going to inspire the next person. Remember where you started. Remember how you pushed through those those test days, as Andy would talk about those test days where you didn't feel like getting up early in the morning because you had a long weekend or you didn't feel like getting up because you had a long day or you didn't feel you get where I'm going. This has been your boy E.D., Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.